0: When we think about why you need a worldview, it really is your opinionated view of how you deliver the service that you deliver. Hey friends, it's Steve. If I offered to write a client getting book for you in just 60 days, would you take me up on it? I've recorded a 15 minute video showing you our magnetic author method and explaining how it all works. It's up now at magneticauthor.co slash video. Hey friends, it's Steve. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast and today's episode we're going to cover a topic that I think is incredibly important and unfortunately very often overlooked by most businesses and I think it's one of the most powerful things that you can do to connect with the people that you're trying to do business with and and honestly, uh, to improve your marketing. And so today, we're going to be talking about the idea of worldview. And we're going to break it down into three different parts, as we often do here. And we're going to start in just a moment with why you need a worldview. All right, let's talk about Why a worldview is important. Before we do that, I want to define what I mean by worldview. Really, a, a worldview is your kind of approach to how you do what you do for the people that you serve. It's the, we do it here this way because we believe this is the best way to do it. And every business that I've ever come across that's any good at what they do, they have that. But often they keep it hidden, and really i I think it's one of the most powerful things that you can use to communicate why you exist and who you're for and So, when we think about why you need a worldview, it really is your opinionated view of how you deliver the service that you deliver so let's think for a minute about a service that you know is very common out there let's think. Um, accounting, for example, right? So you can deliver accounting services in sort of the standard way, right? Everybody knows kind of what an accountant does. But if you want to differentiate yourself in the sea of accountants, then you might approach it from the perspective of, you know, most accountants are really focused on doing your monthly numbers and getting your taxes done. But really, I I take a different approach. Yeah, we do all that stuff that's important, but I really work with my clients and focus on growing their pre-tax profit. And we have a five-part system that we use to do that. Okay. Now, that's coming out and saying, yes, there are lots of other people like us, you know, generally in our business, and that's true for all of us, but... If you take an approach like that, you're coming out and saying, I'm different in a very specific and unique way. And that way might be for you and it might not be for you. It's okay either way, but I'm going to be upfront and tell you why I think that our way, our opinionated view of what in this case, an accountant is, is superior and might be something that you want to be a part of. That's what we're talking about when we talk about worldview and it's important because it it really is the essence of what differentiates you it's you taking the time to think through what's most important for the people that you're trying to impact and then communicate that to them in a way that is unique and so you'll notice with a lot of the things that we do you know we try and build a language around it we try and use names and we we you know try and create this bit of language around it and we like to think that the ideas are unique but you know, the, the truth of the matter is there's very little new under the sun. And, you know, there are likely other companies out there somewhere in the world that, you know, if you're that accountant that's, you know, got a five-step process for creating more, uh, you know, pre-tax profit or after-tax profit or whatever whatever it was I said a minute ago. You know, if you're that accounting firm, there's probably another one and there might be a dozen that are are doing similar things and maybe even applying those same processes those same steps. They might be sort of the standard steps you would apply to accomplish the thing that you're doing. But if you're the one that's talking about it, you get the benefit of it. The the truth is most businesses aren't going to do that. They they'll wake up and say, you know, if we're using our accounting example, they'll wake up and say, "Well, I'm an accountant, everybody knows what I do." And the problem with that is when you're an accountant and you say everybody knows what I do and I just do the standard stuff, then there's no reason to choose you over anyone else other than are you cheaper? Now, if that's the bucket you want to be in, that's great. That's fine. We're probably not going to get along very well though, right? Because we believe in building your business, building your practice in a way that differentiates you so that you appear unique in your market so that people come to you and they're willing to pay you a premium over and above what the market pays. And the reason that they do that is because they align with your worldview. You tick a box other than you're the cheapest. So if you're just like everybody else, it's okay to go with the cheapest because you're just the same as everybody else and you might as well, if I'm the buyer, I might as well get it for the lowest possible price. But if there is something unique and different in the way that you approach things, And I see that there's something unique and different in the way that you approach things. You don't have to be the only one in the world that does it that way. You have to be the only one in the world that I know about that does it that way. And you're unique to me. And that's really why you want to develop this idea of worldview in your business. It is kind of the foundational precursor to being able to to charge premium fees. So that's why we believe it's so important. So now let's look at the second part of the equation here. And that really is how your worldview impacts the clients that you get. All right, so let's talk about now that we've got a worldview, how does it act as a a filter for the better prospects that we really want to work with? The ones that are really going to value what we do, they're going to look at that worldview, they're going to align with the worldview. And they're going to say, you know what, I really want to be a part of that. And I want to be careful here, because there's a lot talked about these days in, in kind of brand marketing about having a cause and having people align with that and all that kind of thing. And that's an element of what's going on here. But but I'm not talking about having a higher purpose or cause. If you do, that's great. But I'm I'm talking about having a worldview around what you actually do. Okay. And there may be a higher cause component to that, but I mean, having a, an opinionated view that we do things this way, because this is the right way to do things. If you want the outcome that we're telling you, you're going to get. And the implication is our competitors aren't doing it the right way. And you can tell a story around the world view. And when you tell that story that acts as a filter and it's going to filter some people out and it's going to allow the right people in because they're going to align with that message and identify with that message. You're going to end up with better prospects better because they're aligned with what you're selling. This world view is ultimately what you're selling. Because they're aligned with it, they're going to be willing to pay more. They're going to willingly ignore your competitors because the competitors aren't offering the same worldview. And it's going to allow you to create better clients in the long run. At the end of the day, that's we're all in the business of trying to create better clients you know, and bring that, those better clients into our business, constantly upgrading the quality of our clients. As we do that, our clients get better results. We get better results. We end up making more money. The clients do better. Everybody wins. It's this virtuous cycle as we continually bring in better and better clients over time. The way that you do that is you leverage your worldview as a filter. So as you're communicating your worldview, you'll get feedback on it from clients. They'll tell you what worked for them. They'll tell you what resonated. And you'll be able to refine the way that you describe that worldview over time so that it continually improves the quality of client that that you get. You know, we talk a lot about the idea of attracting your ideal client. Well, this is how you take that ideal client concept. And maybe at first, you know, if we think about it in terms of a dartboard, maybe at first you're hitting the dartboard. I hope you're hitting the dartboard. If you're hitting off the dartboard, you got some clients that you probably need to change out. But okay, let's say you're hitting on the dartboard. And it allows you to sort of systematically narrow your aim so you're getting closer and closer and closer to that magic red dot in the bullseye, okay? And that's really why you want to be using it and really thinking of it in terms of this filter that you're putting out in the world and you're giving people an opportunity to sample your thinking ahead of time. You know, we talk a lot about the idea of using ideas that sell. This is another example of that, of using ideas to sell for you. And the, again, the real key here, the real key is to put this stuff out into the market communicate that worldview, do it. You know, you can do it in a book. That's a great way to do it. You can do it in a blog post. You can do it in LinkedIn posts. You can do it in a podcast like I'm doing here because this is part of our worldview. The fact that you need a worldview is part of our worldview. And you know, for some businesses are going to, go, that's just a waste of time. And that's great. That makes me excited because that means they're going to go find something else that's going to serve them better than what we could serve them. And some of you are going to listen to this and go, yes, I need this, you know, I got to figure out how to put this in place. That's awesome because we can help with that. So you can package it up in a lot of different ways, but as you're getting it out there, it's going to begin to act on your prospects and it's going to begin to improve the quality of prospects that you get. So as you're building the worldview, that's the way that you want to be thinking about it is that you're really putting out the things that are going to attract the people to you that you want. And you're going to filter out the people that aren't going to be a good fit for you. And so that really brings me to the third piece of this. And that is the number one ingredient that needs to go into your worldview and that most people stop short of. All right, so let's talk about the absolute number one ingredient that needs to go into your worldview. And uh, it's one word, it's really simple, and it's opinion. Normally when I describe worldview, I say it's your opinionated worldview. And it's that opinionated piece that's so critical because it's gotta be something that you really believe in, that you believe that your approach is superior to all of the other approaches that are available for your ideal clients. And if you don't have that belief, then you're going to have a really hard time selling to anybody because you're not going to be enthusiastic about what you're selling. If you don't really believe in it, it's going to be very difficult to sell. You've got to put that level of opinion and that level of belief. And that's really what the opinion is. It's just a statement of your belief about this is our way of doing it. And we believe so strongly that this is the best way of doing it. And that's got to go into it. Uh, if that doesn 't go into it you 're going to have a hard a really hard time getting anybody to buy into your worldview, and you 're also going to have a, a very, very difficult time making it different okay and so this is really critical in a competitive market, and all of us are in competitive markets you know you 've got to kind of come to the plate with this is why I think this way, this is why it 's different, and this is why it 's more valuable, and here 's who it 's more valuable for. And when you put those four ingredients together, you've now got something. You've got something that your prospects can look at and they can go, wow, I I see that. I'm that person that they said this is most valuable for. And I can really now see and understand why that approach is more valuable than the generic approach. And now that I see that, well, I don't really want anything else. I don't want to do business with anybody else. This is the one that's for me. And that becomes hugely powerful now the the person that has that realization may not buy at that moment for any number of reasons but and and when I say buy, they may not money may not change hands, but there's a high likelihood that they'll begin to see themselves as a client as a customer of yours at that point, and that's really what we want to do is we're creating our marketing systems is we want people to see that they're a client or a customer of ours long before we do business. Because what that means is that by the time we get into a sales conversation, they're already sold. You know, they, they know what they want. They know that they want it from us. And it's really just a matter of figuring out, you know, how do we make it work? How do we get started? That's what you want. I'll tell you a great example of this. So we just, and and uh, this is a company that I I did business with here recently. So my longtime uh, assistant, Lauren, many of you who've been in the audience for a long time, you'll uh, probably have interacted with Lauren in email over the years. And uh, she decided to take a, a step back and um, spent some time with her kids, which I totally support, and she's still doing some stuff for us, but she just needed to work a little bit less than what she was doing, and uh, and it killed me, because she's been my assistant for eight years. We work so well together. But I had to go out and hire a new assistant. So I went to um, a guy that I'd met, I think once or twice at a conference, Tim Francis, and he had a company called, uh, has a company called The Great Assistant. And they will go out and, you know, find a new assistant for you and handle all the search and and all of that. Well, Tim has a really opinionated worldview about why you need an assistant, about how you should work with them. In his case, he only will go and his company will only go and find a virtual assistant for you. If you want somebody that's going to work with you in the office, they don't do that. And they're upfront about that. I mean, we're just not, we're just not the right fit for you. So they have this really opinionated worldview. And I looked at that and I said, that's exactly what I need, you know, and I need it now. And it's in alignment with all the things that I believe, you know, so I was pre-sold. So I, I booked a call and Tim and I talked and, you know, he's given me his whole spiel and I'm just trying to get to the end of the spiel so I can give him money and, you know, super plug for for Tim and, and the great assistant. They did a great job. I have a new assistant, Brittany. She's awesome. And uh, I'm sure a lot of you will be communicating with her now going forward. But that's the power of having that worldview. Um, I was familiar with his company, but I hadn't really looked at it. And then when I went and looked at, at, you know, at their website to investigate and I read all of the things that they did, I immediately wanted to be a client of theirs because their worldview was exactly what I wanted. Now, I have a good friend who is also in need of an, of an assistant, and he's looking for somebody that's going to work in the office with him. And you know, he started asking me about this because I was raving about the process and all that. And so I asked him the question, so do you, are you looking for somebody virtual or in the office? He said, well, I need somebody in the office. I said, oh, well, they're not a fit for you. So right then and there, I didn't waste his time, didn't waste any of the time of, of uh, Tim and his sales team. They're just not a fit. It immediately filtered out the wrong person. That's the power of the worldview. And so I want you to just take a little bit of homework away from this episode. Go have a cup of coffee, go have a beer, go have a bourbon, and sit somewhere where you can just sit with a a notepad and just outline the four or five key points in your worldview. And then begin communicating them to your prospects. The easiest way to do this is to begin communicating them to your prospects in your sales conversations. And when you see that working, um, and you'll see it working pretty quickly. Uh, And the way that you would do that is you say, well, hey, before we get started, let me just tell you a little bit about what we believe. And then you lay out your worldview. And then, you know what, you can put that in an email to your database. You can put it in a blog post. I highly recommend you write a book about it. And if you need help with writing the book, let me know. We can help with that. You should probably create a podcast at some point so that you can get the word out. And one of the ways that you can get, get your worldview out there is to talk about it. And, and it gives you so much content because you can break it down into pieces. So this idea of worldview is an overarching concept within our own worldview, which is a little bit meta, right? And I'm talking about it here on an episode. You know, another part of our worldview is that you should be selling with ideas, Okay. And so we've had podcasts and I've written articles about that. Another part of our worldview um, is that you want pre-sold prospects. And so we talk about that, you know, and so you can break it up and communicate it over time in different ways. And you can also communicate it all together, right? And it just gives you such tremendous marketing power. When you fix this piece, all of the other dominoes tend to fall into place. So, So that's what I have to say on Worldview, and uh, I hope you find it uh, valuable. Now let's see what's happening coming up here at The Unstoppable CEO.